Hi, this is Mark. There are a lot of reasons to get angry these days, but I prefer to focus on the positive things that we each can do to make this world a better place. The book Building a Better World in Your Backyard, instead of being angry at bad guys, is a great resource for just that. Instead of throwing my arms up in frustration at governments or big corporations, there's a list of ideas that we each can tackle to affect change. Information about this book and other resources can be found at permies.com. All right, the numbers are counting down. Hooray! Okay, so um, at the end of the Garden Master Course, after after Helen had left, there were still some people here, and it seems like I got into this exact same conversation over and over and over again, and then I would say it to other people, and over the last 10 years, I don't know how many times I've said it, Sepp Holzer says it, I don't know, 10 times a day every day. I, I, I can go on and on and on about how many times I've heard it, and I try to convey it, and it... But you just said it so perfectly just now. I need you to say it again, but into the ears of the pod people. Okay, ready? We were talking about an apple orchard, and it's a certified organic orchard. And when it came time to harvest, they were unable to see how they would make a profit by when they after they paid people to harvest and paid for everything it involves in selling the apples. And so they were going to let the apples just rot. And and on top of that, I think the words that you started with and we said it a moment ago was they had a beautiful crop. Oh, a beautiful crop of uh, their pink lady apples, their winter storage. They last all winter. I still have them in my house. They're magnificent apples, very hard. They're great, They're fantastic great apple. And, of course, what they have is a deficiency of pigs. But... To set the deficiency of pigs thing aside, first of all, they have a permaculture orchard, which is a bit of an oxymoron. It is. I it mean, is. well, actually, it's not a permaculture. It's a it's an organic orchard, it's, which it's, is not an oxymoron. Yeah, it's not. It's I don't know how much permaculture they have going on, but they do have organic apples. They uh, they run through once one harvest. They go through and they pick everything. It's a pink lady, so everything that is pink and beautiful and ready, and that mm-hmm. gets sold. But they don't have the finances to go through and pick again when the next round is ready, and so they let them rot. Yeah, yeah. And so it seems like um, I was hearing that from some people down where there's organic cherry orchards Mm. and conventional cherry orchards. And they're like, I just... And there were people where they knew that they would end up running in the red by doing it, and they did it anyway. So they have a worky job that pays a certain amount of money, and they know... That for their massive orchard, they're going to have to they're going to go fifteen thousand dollars in the red. But somehow they feel the need to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. And so, so basically, you know. And then of course, when you go to the grocery store to get the cherries or the apples or whatever, it's like there's so many dollars per pound, and it's like, well, the person selling it on the commodity market didn't make that. And then that, and it's like I can't believe how many times in the last week I had to retell the story of can we get permaculture apples in Safeway mm-hmm. and there's a we put it into a podcast I know yeah. but I wrote the article and it seems like some people they have a link to the article in their like signature line on Permies cool. like this is my life awesome and and so basically it's like okay you want to play the commodity market. Let's talk about how we use this in permaculture. And then let's do one level above that. And let's do one level above. Now we're selling apples 
for like uh, or you know we're three levels up and now we're selling apples directly to the consumers and so we're getting paid 10 times more than if we were to do the commodity markets and then let's go a level above that mm-hmm. we're getting more than what most consumers pay because it's not just an organic apple it's a permaculture yes. apple and then we do the thing that the guy with the pigs did where he had three apple trees and he goes into town with boxes of apples. They say, we can't pay what we paid you last year. And he said, that's all right. I'll just take them home and feed them to the pigs. And they said, no, wait, wait, wait. We can <laughs> pay what we paid last year. So there's that kind of stuff. But then like, let's go above that. And let's go above that. Let's go above that. Then we're talking about like you've got all kinds of apples and all kinds of other food, but you're actually getting people to pay you this extreme amount of money to come for a, a vacationy kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like so I'm, they're paying four hundred dollars a night to stay in some humble shed because of all the food that's there, yeah. and they're getting all the food. And it's like okay, so now we're getting even more money. And then it's like, okay, now we're selling food to people because the food is so good it fights off the cancers. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, and then, and then, and then, and then it's like, now let's talk about GERT. Yeah. And GERT is the top. Because rather than like, I'm going to go work my ass off 100 hours a week for minimum wage, which is kind of where we started, uh-huh. for less than minimum wage, mm-hmm. now I'm going to put my feet up and hardly work at all and um and and when i do it's to pick the apple off the tree for me to eat Mm -hmm. and then once in a while somebody comes by and i sell them a box of apples for 20 bucks like they pick it themselves and whatever and i'm like sure just give me a hundred bucks for those five boxes it was like there i made money and i didn't even get out of my hammock Now we're talking. Yeah. You know, this is this is I think the ultimate goal because it's like, you know, you work so hard, where is it you're hoping to go? And really where you're hoping to go is to gratitude. Mhm. All right. The key is is that when you play the commodity market, it's oftentimes a losing game. And and it's like, wow, things just had to go magical just to break even. And yeah. oftentimes just having things go just really well means you're bankrupt. Well, there's so many hands that things have to pass through, and everybody needs to get paid. So if the apple just right. goes from your tree to your hand to your mouth, there's there's nothing there. There's nothing in the way. Oh, and now we're back to me talking about, like, part of permaculture and homesteading is to reduce the amount of sleaze in your life. Yeah. And it's like because... There's, I mean, to me, it feels sleazy when you bet your everything on the crop, mm-hmm. and then you don't know how much money you're going to get for the crop until you get there. Right. And then they say it's 30% less than last year. Yeah. And but you've already got it loaded up on the truck. You've already driven 100 miles, and and you already paid for everything to get it onto the truck. Yeah. And it's like, what are your options? Okay. I mean, it's not like you could drive the truck somewhere else and get a better price. This is, this is it. Okay. You've kind of bet everything on that. And you needed it to be 10% over just to break even. 10% more than last year just to break even. Only be told it's 30% less than last year because of the reasons. Yeah, the market. And that just... 
that it just feels soaked in sleaze. I mean, could be totally honest and legit. Still feels sleazy. The way that your life is put together feels sleazy. And the thing that I want to advocate for, and the thing I think a lot of people are seeking when they they move, do they do homesteading and permaculture, is like, I, I just need a life with less sleaze in it. Mm. And so uh, uh, today during the staff meeting for permies.com, uh-huh. uh, we, we kind of talked about that that video of the little girl. She looks like she's eight with the sweet potatoes. Uh-huh. Uh, you've seen this. Yeah. You've seen it. And and she's like, I got a sweet potato and I stuck it in the jar and it didn't do anything. And so I talked to the guy at the grocery store, the produce guy at the grocery store. He says, oh, no, you're going to have to get something organic. So she gets the organic one, goes to the organic grocery store and gets, and she plants it. And it's kind of pathetic. Uh-huh. And so she goes and talks to the produce guy at the organic store. And he says, oh, oh, well, at the regular grocery store, it has... Budnip in it. It's a carcinogenic, highly toxic substance that uh, goes through the entire plant to keep it from budding out because people don't want to buy uh, sweet potatoes that have like roots growing out of them. They want them to be nice and clean, right? Mm-hmm. And so, um, so you can't wash it off. It's through the whole plant. And so that's what we, that's what is sold at the other. Now, this is organic, and so. For organic, we use less poison. If you want one without any poison, you got to go see Pedro down the road. He's got that pickup truck on the side of the road. He pulled it out of his garden or whatever uh-huh. Pedro's got, and he's selling those. Go get one from Pedro. Yeah. And then so she shows, okay, so my third attempt is to grow this one from Pedro, and it's a giant shrub, yeah. and the other two are still pathetic. The key is... Uh, how much sleaze does there have to be before you're like, I gotta grow this myself just yeah. so I could know? Because yeah. it's like, oh, I died of cancer from the sleaze in my organic food, <laughs> and and it's kind of like, all right. So I don't know. I just kind of I I feel so bad for these guys, and they just and so basically their worky job is now subsidizing. These crops they're growing, yeah. and and at the same time they're living in a food desert. They grow only cherries, or they grow only apples, and they oh, can yeah. eat a lot of them. Right. But that's not all that they need to eat, and they didn't get any money. So what happens next? Yeah, they got hundreds of acres of food, but they're still shopping at the grocery store every week. And so I love what that guy did, where he's like, "Oh, we can't pay you." We have to pay you half of what we paid you last year. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's okay. I'll just take them home and feed them to the hogs. Yeah. You know, and it's like, that's permaculture. But I think what's a step of permaculture beyond that is gratitude, where you don't even bother taking it to the store. You just feed it to the hogs to begin with. Mm-hmm. And, and So, all right. Thank you for helping me get these words out. I feel like, I don't know if I've said these words in a podcast before, 
But I feel like this is so critical. I just wanted to get in there. Is there anything else like that that you're familiar with? Well, um, I have. I lived on a farm, a couple farms, and um, what I've heard from the farmers is the bet the farm thing is it's every year, every year. You're you're you pray for rain and you hope, and you hope that when you get around to selling, the prices are decent. And that's all you've got. And most of them are to the point where in order to be able to keep the farm, they get a big loan in the spring to cover operating costs. And um, then they just hope, hope, hope that the payoff is going to be enough to cover that loan. Uh And And then for a lot of them, it isn't. And then they go bankrupt. Yeah. And the bank gets the orchard or the farm or the ranch or the whatever. And I kind of feel like, um, all right, so what are you going to do? And the thing I advocate for is gertitude. Mm-hmm. But I kind of also feel like most people can't grasp gertitude until they've at least contemplated all the other layers that come with that article that I wrote about mm-hmm. getting the getting the apples, the permaculture apples into Safeway. Interesting. But um, Sepp Holzer says it over and over again. All these other, so many other people. It's, it's, a, it's a recurring theme all the time. It's just the way things are now. Yeah. And, and on top of that, if you're successful at running a farmer's market stand uh-huh. or you're successful at a CSA and you're doing great, I'd be surprised if you're making minimum wage. Yeah. Now, I talked to Helen about this, and in certain circumstances, she is doing better than minimum wage, and her crops are impeccable. Yeah. And, and wow. she's even had some where she kind of comes out ahead of, like, more than, more than minimum wage, like, like double minimum wage. But a lot of crops and a lot of her past efforts... She ended up well under minimum wage. Oh, my gosh. And her stuff is so beautiful. And she sells. She's like the most popular booth, you know. Wow, I bet. Yeah. And it's like, so this is epic success. Uh-huh. And I've heard the same thing from CSAs as well. And so it's kind of like, yeah, there's stuff where it's like, oh, wow, I'm getting, I'm, I'm selling to restaurants now. I'm getting so much more per pound. This is amazing. I'm almost the minimum wage. And it's like, uh, yeah, yeah. And and I think if you're going to do it because you love it, then uh, gertitude. Yes. Gert first. Ooh, that sounds good, doesn't it? (laughs) Gert first. Yeah. So I don't know. So many people are growing these massive crops in a food desert Mm -hmm. and they don't even have a garden. Yeah. Yeah, that's how it is for a lot of families. They're growing a few thousand acres of wheat, but they buy bread at the store. And then if you want to grow your own crops and your own meats and your own... (sighs) If it's not on the same land as you, like if you're not on 40 acres, Mm -hmm. then it turns into like... A huge amount of work. It is. It's nicer if you can just do it all in your slippers. But if you have to drive somewhere to go take care of your stock. If you have to drive, if you have to get hay. Yeah, buy hay. And I need a full-time job just to support my and grow my own food habit. So, ouchie, ouchie, <laughs> ouchie. All right. If you like this sort of thing, 
come on out to the forums at permies.com where we talk about girt, homesteading, and permaculture all the time. All the time. Don't forget, go out to patreon.com slash paulwheaton and make a pledge for future artifacts.